0: is that the same robe you got me? Kelly, oh Kelly, oh my god. You're listening to the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast hey hey you guys welcome to another episode of my lips aren't sealed i'm your host kimberly cobb from season one and two of tlc's i love a mama's boy available on discovery plus thank you so 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 much for joining me today In my podcast, as you know if you've listened before, I tell stories from my own wild personal life, give away my beauty secrets, in-product recommendations, talk about my current faves in pop culture and social media influencing, and more. I release one new podcast episode a week, and I'm always up for suggestions, so if there is something that you want me to talk about, just feel free to Slide on into my DMs and let me know. And before I begin, are you listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts? If so, make sure to click that follow button so you can get notified when new episodes come out. And big news, guys. Spotify came out with a rating system. I'm not sure if you have noticed or not. But if you could also rate me five stars if you have been loving listening... That would mean the world to me, Uh, and I would just really, really appreciate it. It only takes about five seconds, and it would just help me out a ton. And if you're watching on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button. Give me a little thumbs up if you've enjoyed the podcast, and feel free to leave a comment. But let's only leave nice comments right now. I can't emotionally handle any more negativity, so nice comments only, uh, you know, a month or two, go at it, go crazy, but I can't handle any hate right now. So, (laughs) um, but for real guys, creating this podcast wouldn't mean a thing if I didn't have you listening and your support does mean the world to me. So thank you so, so much. Can I say so one more time (laughs) with all that said, let's get started with highlights and lowlights. Highlights and lowlights. Starting off with highlights, um, you guys, of course, the biggest highlight for me last week, as you know, my best friend Danielle, who I met when I was 14 years old in middle school, and we have managed to remain best friends our whole lives. She came to Austin, Texas to visit me for the weekend Um, If you listen to my earlier podcast episodes, you know that she was supposed to come earlier and then she got COVID and then she had to reschedule. So it's just been a long time running and I'm so excited I was able to see her. Uh, It was a very short trip though. So that's kind of a low light, but nevertheless, I am so grateful. She was able to come into town and hang out. Um, She flew in on Friday and in the afternoon, so picked her from the airport and we went out to a cute Instagram worthy dinner at Takeramucho. If you have seen my Instagram story, you know that we went there and we got tacos and uh taquitos and margaritas and so good. Uh Takeramucho is like just super everything is pink. Super Instagram worthy if you're coming into town as a tourist and you want something super girly and cute, uh, or if you're a guy and you want you want to go there too, definitely recommend checking it out. It is so good. So we went there for dinner. She loved it. Uh, unfortunately... Another like low light is that it was raining and so cold all weekend. So it was 75 degrees on Thursday, uh, 75 degrees today, but Friday, Saturday, of course, the days that she was here, it was so cold. Uh, So we didn't end up going out anywhere after dinner. It was just way too cold. Uh, She was tired from traveling. I was tired from working all day. And so we just had a night in, but it was really fun. Um, she, Danielle's awesome because she is still friends on social media with everybody that we went to high school with and I'm not, um, I don't know why, like I have a few people that I'm still friends with on social media from high school, but, uh, For the most part, I did kind of unfollow people over the years, and I think it's just a decision. Some people choose to stay in contact with people from high school, Um, some people don't. So we Danielle and I ended up reminiscing all Friday night and talking about people from high school and stories and just laughing and catching up, and it was so needed. like Having some quality time with one of your really close friends, especially if you haven't seen them in a while... It was just so comforting and it was really nice just to sit on the couch. Uh, We had picked up some candy uh, earlier and just like to hang out and veg and chill and laugh and it was really fun, but it was crazy to like see how the people she still follows on Instagram from high school, how different all of our lives are and just seeing everybody age like that's always an interesting thing. Some people, like some of the guys specifically, I hadn't seen since high school. And our 10-year high school reunion, not sure if there is going to be a reunion, but it's this year. Like, this year is 10 years. What? I'm so old. Uh, But it's crazy to see, especially the guys from high school, how much more mature they look now and, like, their whole facial structures have changed, you know, facial hair and... Some of them are dating people that we went to high school with, and I would have never expected them to end up together. So overall, everybody seems to be doing really well. We're all just on our own different paths, but social media is kind of cool because I can just creep and like see what everybody's up to. Uh, So that was our Friday night. And then Saturday, we kind of slept in a tiny bit we did some hot yoga in the morning fun fact about danielle she is a yoga instructor so that was definitely something that she was interested in doing because she knows that i've been getting into it as well lately she even got me a lululemon yoga mat for my birthday present an early birthday present which was so thoughtful and sweet so i used it during the practice it was awesome i loved using it um, and then the class itself was packed, um, but it was a really good class and I think she enjoyed it as well. So it was good to like get some exercise in, clear our minds before the weekend. Uh, so we went to hot yoga and then afterwards we went to summer moon coffee, which is a really popular Austin based coffee company. If you haven't been in your local, I definitely recommend it. I got this, uh, chai tea latte with vanilla and almond milk or um moon milk so they're let they specialize in or like their secret sauce is this thing called moon milk and it's just like a sweet steamed milk that has like cinnamon and sugar and some other secret ingredients uh but oh my gosh i have been thinking about this latte since i've gotten it and i cannot wait to go back it was so good And as I mentioned, it was rainy and cold, so it was really nice to go to hot yoga, then get a hot drink after, and just kind of enjoy the weather in that way. It was really nice. Um, Then we went home, showered, got ready, and we headed to the Domain, uh, which is in North Austin, grabbed some yummy food, went shopping, and then went back home and got all glammed up for girls' night out. So... Danielle got to meet my two local gal pals, Danielle, another Danielle, uh, and Alicia, and they were on, as I mentioned before, one of the episodes of I love a mama's boy. So you guys got to meet them on like episode nine or 10 or something like that. So uh, it was really cool for like my two lives really to cross over, you know, my childhood best friend, and then my new life as an independent woman here in austin so we ended up going and getting drinks and apps at rules and regs which is in downtown austin the restaurant was great our waiter was named victor and he was amazing like the service was great the ambiance was great the views were awesome and it was just an overall really nice experience the Rules and regs is inside of a Fairmont hotel, so it was like a little bougie atmosphere and then uh, yeah, it was just really cool for all my friends to hang out and get to know each other. I think it's just like a cool experience to see them overlap and interact, and they all got along really well, which made my heart so happy. And then afterwards, we hit up Rainy Street, which is a street of bars that you can just kind of hop around to and have a good time. So we didn't end up staying out too late because uh, Danielle is getting surgery, or she got surgery today. I'm recording on Monday, and she just needed to take it easy. So we went to a few bars and then headed home early. And then Sunday morning... The weather finally cleared up finally like I saw blue skies and I'm like oh my gosh we need to wake up and start the day and uh so we woke up early and headed to downtown Austin so the skies are blue I was like you know what I can squeeze one more activity into this weekend so Danielle had to catch her flight at 11 in the morning on Sunday and so that morning, I really wanted Danielle to see Zilker Park, but it just really was not going to fit into uh, you know, the schedule. I think it would be kind of weird to go to the park super early in the morning. So a little compromise. I've told you guys this before, but one of my absolute favorite places in Austin is the boardwalk at Lady Bird Lake. So this is a walking trail that is like it's perpendicular is that the word it goes it runs along the river so you're not just cutting straight across like a normal boardwalk would you go alongside the river but you're still floating above the water and there's turtles on one side like the the shore and the turtles on one side and then the river itself on the other side so uh, don't know if i'm describing that okay if not (laughs) google it it's the boardwalk at ladybird lake So I found us some parking downtown. We left my apartment a little bit early, headed down there with Louie, and we were able to just uh, grab a coffee from a food truck that was parked there and just get like a nice little morning walk in and catch up and talk about the weekend and her life and surgery and, you know, her relationships and mine. And it was just some really good bonding time in. At the same time, uh, there was like some crew races going on so we got to see that happening and um Danielle's older sister um actually passed away when we were a little bit younger when I first started college and she used to do crew she was on the crew team very strong gorgeous lady oh my gosh um but she uh used to do crew and so I think it was pretty nostalgic in a way and um, comforting as well maybe emotional for Danielle to see the crew race going on so I don't know for me it was just like a really nice and peaceful experience uh Danielle listens to my podcast so Danielle if you're listening I really enjoyed our time together uh it's just so nice to spend time with somebody you haven't seen in so long whether that's a friend or a family member or Um, just somebody you haven't seen in a very long time, it can be really good to be nostalgic and catch up and just spend that much-needed quality time together. I have told you guys I've just really been going through it, and I can't really talk about things that I've been going through for legal reasons, but it's nice to be able to have a friend, especially a best friend here to kind of soundboard and give me advice and just tell me that, everything's gonna be okay. So I feel a lot better. So happy I was able to see her. I really hope she had a good time. We got some cute pictures in as well, which I will be posting later on this week. I have been struggling just to post on TikTok and Instagram. My life has been so crazy. So I apologize if I have not been doing my job as an influencer, but I really am going to try to step up my game uh, the next couple of weeks. Uh, so that is highlight number one. It was just having Danielle in town and getting to spend time with her. She is amazing. So she ended up flying out Sunday morning. And then later that day was my highlight number two. I went on a date. I did it guys. I got out of my comfort zone. Finally went on a date. Um, of course, like, you know, I've been like very casually dating guys. And like, again, I've like, if you feel comfortable with hookup culture or like one night stands, I've talked about that on a, a previous podcast episode. I think if you're in a good mental headspace, totally all for it. And that's kind of the headspace I've been in since I moved here. I haven't really been looking for anything serious because I've just been going through it you know i mean season two was not filmed very long ago and i think i've just needed to do a lot of healing before i started dating again so sunday night i had a first date with this guy we went out to sushi so we will just refer to him as sushi guy um but he was so sweet like first of all super cute Uh beautiful eyes. I really hope he will never listen to this podcast episode. Um, but his eyes were like amber. They're just like the prettiest eyes I think I've ever seen on a man before. I think he's just like such a good looking guy. Um, but besides like his appearance, like the conversation flowed pretty well. I'm not gonna lie, I was pretty nervous. So I think I was talking a lot and all over the place. Um But he made me laugh, he was a gentleman, pulled out my chair, opened the door for me, walked me to my car, all the good things. And he just seemed very smart and normal. Good relationship with his mom, it sounds like, too. Huge bonus points. Um, He also, like, cute thing, he doesn't know how to use chopsticks, so he had to, like, eat his sushi with his hands and, I just think that's, like, it's so funny because, like, for him to ask me out to a sushi restaurant and then eat with his hands because he can't use chopsticks, I was not mad at all. I thought it was, like, very endearing and cute. So, yeah, it was just overall a very good date. We sat outside, though, and I was just so cold by the end of the night. Like, here in Texas, man, nights get cold. I know you guys who are listening are from all over the board. I'm probably... A baby when it comes to the cold compared to people who are uh, based on the East Coast or Midwest and like you know this is just nothing Uh, but it got so cold so uh, I ended calling the dates a little bit earlier I could have stayed there and talked to him for two more hours if it wasn't cold but that's all I will say for now Um, we haven't set a second date just yet. I'm really hoping he does, but he did ask me to hang out once he's back in town from a trip he's going on. So pray for me guys. I'm finally interested in somebody. It only took me how long years, uh, to find somebody I'm interested in again. Uh, but yeah, that was highlight number two. And now let's head into, lowlights so my biggest lowlight from last week I have a few they're nothing crazy like honestly last week again was like a good week um but a few little lowlights for me I have been working very hard to socialize Louis get him you know good around people good with people petting him and we've been making a lot of good progress and He has this dog sitter. She has come over to my house multiple times to check on Louie if I'm, um, you know, gone too long throughout the day or something. And he's met her a bunch. And this past week, I had her come over and check on him because I had to go into the office to work. And she came in and he was so psycho with her. He would not let her put his harness on. She sent me videos of him like, growling at her showing his teeth showing his gums and it was like a really like down dog mom moment because i feel like him and i have made such progress louis is a total sweetheart with me but he has not always been treated the best by people he trusted and so now he doesn't trust anybody and so i'm not really sure what happened there but i definitely once I have more money, I would like to take him into dog training and figure out what's going on with him because that makes me sad that he's like so fearful and scared of somebody he has met so many times. And for context, I do keep uh, like camera a camera on in my house like my the dog sitter has never been abusive with him or anything. She is literally a godsend she, waited here like she was I only paid for her to come by for a little bit and she stayed so much longer uh fed you know fed him a bunch of treats. She was able to eventually get him and take him out for potty and everything but like that's because she was so patient. You know it shouldn't have to be that difficult. So that was a low light for me. Uh low light number two kind of goes in hand in hand with that. Being an adult is so expensive. Uh, I will be living on my own for the first time very soon once my lease is up here. And it's going to be so expensive. So I'm just getting, of course, I'm excited for the new chapter. But I'm just kind of anxious about money right now. And uh, it feels like when one thing happens, everything does. Because my check engine light came on in my car and I'm like, I don't even wanna to go to the car mechanic because I just like, what's it gonna be? You know, like is it gonna be some cost that's like thousands of dollars because I cannot afford that. So pray for me. Let's just hope I need like something very minor done. I got my oil change recently, so it's not that. Uh, so pray for me. And then my last low light, I literally just found this out like 5 minutes before starting this podcast episode. 10 minute videos are coming out on TikTok. Oh my god. Okay, first of all, 3 minute videos are already hard enough and they don't maintain people's attention. So I'm not really sure what the vibe is with TikTok, what like what they're thinking, but they're going to start rolling out 10 minute videos. I am not and have never been a long-term content video creator, so I think this will definitely pose a new challenge for me. I'm always up for self-development and learning new skills, but it just seems like every time I learn something new, something changes again. So low light number three, (laughs) and now let's head into pop culture and current faves. Oh my God, I love your skirt. Where did you get it? Gee, thanks. Just it. I see it. I like it. I want it. So, of course, you know that I have to do my Euphoria recap because the Euphoria season finale just came on last night and I'm gonna talk about it. So, if you have not watched Euphoria, the season finale, skip forward uh, five or less minutes. It won't be too long of a recap, but I don't want to spoil anything for you. So fast forward. So overall, my opinion on the season finale, it was, it was good. I feel like I had a lot higher of expectations. I'm not sure what I was expecting to see, but it was still really good. There was a few things that I kind of wanted to see, but didn't, but overall, uh, pretty good. And I, I love the show. So I just am praying that they have another season. If they don't, oh, I would be so sad, but I'm, the show is just, the show is too successful for them to not have another season. So in the season finale, I loved that Cal, who is Nate's dad, got arrested. Um, I was shocked that Nate did that to him, like truly shocked, but I'm also so happy because he deserves it. I mean, such a creep, right? Uh, I was so happy that Rue was happy for Lexi. I thought that was so cute. She was so supportive during the play and it's interesting because Lexi exploited Rue's story and drug addiction and the death of her father. She exploited all of that during the play, for the play. Not for negative negative in a negative reason, but she did, you know, exploit that for entertainment. And Aru was so supportive, whereas Cassie, uh, lost her shit. She went so crazy, which was extremely entertaining. I loved seeing the cat fight. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, and I can't believe, not sure if you guys know this. The mom who plays the lady who plays the mom of Cassie and Lexi is the same actress that was best friends with Elle Woods in Legally Blonde. Look it up. Uh, remember, she had like the brunette best friend and the blonde best friend and they come to the trial and they're all supportive and uh, so cute. So didn't I did not make that connection until after I saw the show and I saw it posted somewhere. So overall, the finale was so good. Uh, Didn't care for, uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, The guy who plays the guitar in the season finale, if you saw it, you know what I'm talking about. That song went on for way too long. Uh, Wasn't a fan of that. I do wish that there was more Cat throughout the season, more Maddie on the finale. I feel like she didn't really get too big of a... uh, spotlight in the season finale but overall the show is so good i definitely recommend watching it if you have not already if you haven't i'm so sorry if i just ruined everything for you but it's very very good regardless um another little pop culture thing a more local pop culture thing austin fc is our local soccer team and they're so good i actually um (laughs) was seeing uh, one of the soccer players on the team for a while. I didn't talk about that on the podcast before, I don't think, but oh my gosh, super cute guy. Uh, he invited me to his games, and like, it's so cool to be talking to an athlete and then to see them actually playing. It's really cool. Um, but this most recent Austin FC soccer game I did not go to, and guess who was there? Matthew McConaughey. So cool. He was out there on the field uh, having the fans do chants and stuff and was really just like going crazy. So love that for us. So cool. And as for my current product fave, um, I recently started working with Dibs, and I'm going to talk about that more in another episode, but they have this product. This is the company's called Dibs beauty. It was started by the influencer Courtney Shields, and they have these amazing cream based products. And one of their products is called the desert Island duo stick. They have a cream blush on one side and a cream blush, a cream bronzer on the other side. This product is a game changer, so I'm going to try to get a promo code, and once I do, I will share it on the podcast, and I will share it on social, so you guys can try it out for yourself. It's absolutely amazing. So that wraps up my pop culture and current faves, and now I'm going to transition on into my main topic for today, which is is setting boundaries, both in your personal and romantic life. So setting boundaries is something that I've definitely, as you know, if you watch the TV show, I've had a very, very difficult time doing. And I feel like the reason it has been difficult for me to set boundaries is just because... I don't know, I wouldn't say that I'm a people pleaser, but I definitely don't like ruffling feathers and I just wanna keep the peace. So when it comes to setting boundaries, that's not really something I've always been good at. I've always been a yes man and been there for people whenever they needed me to and done things if people have asked me to do them. Of course, there are limitations to that, but I'm more so specifically talking about friendships and relationships. So, uh, I received the following information that I'm going to be sharing with you guys and tips from this blog that I think is so awesome. It's called Hope and Affliction. At least this blog post is really awesome. Uh, so, definitely check that out for more information if you'd like. But I think I'm just gonna I'm just gonna jump on in from from the beginning. So learning how to set boundaries in relationships and how to set personal boundaries is not easy. Setting healthy boundaries can initially create a lot of discomfort, but once you are able to set healthy boundaries, it can positively impact your life and relationships in so many different ways. Um, Boundaries are a good thing, but they are super hard to implement. As I said, implementing boundaries in our personal lives for ourselves and for those we are in a relationship with is super important in order to maintain that mental, emotional, and relationship health. But the question I ask myself is why are boundaries so hard to implement? And that's because they are super uncomfortable at least like at first boundaries don't tend to be our go-to because we either have tendencies of being a people pleaser. Like I said, I am, uh, or we don't, we like to avoid conflict and, um, or we just like to ignore uncomfortable situations altogether. And I think I'll speak for myself. That's definitely, I see myself in all of those categories at times in different situations in my life. Boundaries do force us to stand up for ourselves in ways that maybe we never have before, and that's why it is so hard, because it doesn't really come naturally for most of us. These boundaries help guide us to say yes and no to people and circumstances, and without boundaries, we're at a way higher risk of being taken advantage of in relationships and becoming overwhelmed, overworked, exhausted, and just like bitter and hurt. So I noticed that there are two really important aspects to boundaries. The first is the boundaries for ourselves. And the second is boundaries in relationships. I feel like the two definitely overlap since relationships intertwined in most aspects of our lives, but they're still two very different things. So personal boundaries, they kind of help us figure out our limitations and they empower us to promote our own mental and emotional health. I've talked before on previous episodes how important it is to prioritize your mental health, so this is definitely something that you can implement in order to improve your mental health. So to begin, you need to figure out what your personal boundaries are like what can you handle, what's life giving you at this time, what exhausts you, what hurts you. For me, when I think about the word boundary, I think of something visible that marks a territory or a property, like a fence. If my yard at my house is fenced in, it marks the boundary lines of my property. So what's inside my fence is mine and what's outside is not Personal boundaries are kind of like this, but they're just like not as black and white as a fence in yard, obviously. People can't see your boundary lines. Therefore, they don't automatically know what your boundaries are. You have to first decide what fits into your boundary lines, what you can handle, how much work you can do, how much time you can spend with your family and friends, and I don't know, just like those sorts of things, and also like what you want to put up with in relationships and how you're going to care for your body. If you don't know what you desire and what you can handle in order to maintain that health, whether that be physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, then you're going to have a difficult time implementing those boundaries. So the first thing you can do is just start by spending time doing that self-reflection, figure out what your limits are, what your needs are, what your desires are, And I'll speak for myself, but you won't really figure out what your boundaries are perfectly the first time, and that's okay. It's going to be a continuous process as you become more self-aware and as your life changes and things impact your capacity and need for certain things. For example, you may decide that you don't want to work more than 60 hours a week so that you have a better work-life balance. But then you find out that 60 hours a week is still too much time. So you have to cut back again. You can constantly be making changes to your boundaries until you find out what works best for you. It could be 20 hours a week. I mean, you probably can't live off that. But again, it's just figuring out what the right balance is to fulfill your needs while also meeting the necessities of your life. Once you do figure out your personal boundaries, you'll be just overall better equipped to implement boundaries in relationships. Relationship boundaries can get a lot messier than personal boundaries because they have more of an impact on other people. So if you've ever tried to place boundaries on relationships, it's likely that you've experienced some degree of pushback. I definitely have. Similarly, if someone has ever placed boundaries up in their relationship with you, you have may have found it hard to accept it at first or maybe even kind of found it offensive. But like I said, boundaries can always be um, or sometimes can be uncomfortable at first, but just don't let that really discourage you. Boundaries aren't fun or easy, but they are definitely necessary and healthy. If you know my life story, you know that I've experienced relationships where I didn't set those boundaries and it just was not healthy at all for either party involved. If you're not necessarily in a relationship, I feel like this can also translate into friendships as well. So, okay. So like, have you ever had a friend that calls you every time they need something they're having a hard time and they just needed someone to talk to. So you spend your entire lunch break or your entire evening listening to them and letting them vent, Or, um, maybe again, you're spending time during the evening, talking to them instead of spending time on yourself or with your family, or maybe you have a friend that seems like they're always in a crisis and they need to do rescue to them. I mean, to some degree that's what friends are for. And I am, Again, working on my boundaries, but I'm always, if a friend needs me, I will always be there for them. Friends are there to support, listen, encourage, and help you, but there is a point where friends might take advantage of you. I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy, but it just happens sometimes. Or, um, and you know, you and maybe like they're not taking responsibility for their own lives and choices. Whether that's a conscious or subconscious choice on your friend's part, it doesn't matter. But this is where boundaries become really important and can actually be helpful for both you and your friend. These boundaries with your friends can look like um, like not answering the phone every time they call, not loaning them money, you know, like just one more time. I definitely experienced that with a friend in the past and it's just not really healthy. And just learning, you know, overall that it's okay to say no. If you don't learn to say no, it's likely that you will experience burnout and you'll begin to develop some animosity towards the people in your life that are taking up your time, but they're only taking up time because you are allowing them to do so. Kind of going back to dating, you know, it's, you know, and relationships too, but to set up like the healthy boundaries in dating and friendships, it will be extremely beneficial to have your personal boundaries clearly defined first. You will need to know what you want, what you can handle and how you deserve to be treated. These boundaries can go far in preventing abusive and manipulative dating relationships or friendships. Because you know what's tolerable and respectful and what is not. You will do yourself a huge disservice if you don't establish your personal boundaries first. And then implement other boundaries down the road as well. And then hopefully if you do practice these healthy boundaries uh, in dating. It's going to carry over into marriage. And it will prevent you from being in an abusive or emotionally unhealthy marriage. Uh Boundaries just overall, I know that was kind of a rant, but it's just something I've been kind of passionate about lately is because again, I have just never really had those boundaries before in the past and boundaries can be really hard to accept. The person on the receiving end of the boundaries, they might express anger or they might make you feel guilty, but your boundaries and you know what your boundaries, they might feel harsh, but in reality, they probably aren't. These boundaries can allow you to love yourself and love others better, even when they feel hard and uncomfortable. Love, to me, is not allowing someone to walk all over you, to say hurtful things or disrespect you and your family. And by allowing yourself uh, to set those boundaries and allowing someone to not do those things is really showing a new level of respect to yourself. So I know it's uncomfortable and hard, but don't give up if you're struggling to learn how to set boundaries. Again, uh, definitely recommend just, it takes practice and it takes adjustment and time and you will learn how to implement those things in your own life. And eventually you will see the value of boundaries that you did put in place. So a pretty, Kind of serious topic to talk about this week, but it's again something that I just really wanted to talk to you guys about because it's something that I'm still learning how to do. I am not perfect at setting my boundaries just yet. I think I'm continuing to learn and grow and become a better version of myself in order to become a better person for my friends and loved ones. So hopefully, you found this podcast episode helpful. If you do have any questions about what I talked about, whether that be uh Danielle being in town and you need some recommendations if you're coming to Austin, uh or maybe you have some recommendations for me about Louie and his dog training or if you want to gab about Euphoria or even just have some more questions or just want to have a conversation about setting boundaries, please DM me on Instagram. We can totally talk. My podcast Instagram account is at my lips aren't sealed podcast. And of course my personal is at Kimberly Cobb in next week's episode. It's going to be March. Oh my gosh. Today is February 28th. So I'm so excited for March. Why am I so excited? Because March is my birthday month and it's also Louis's birthday month. He's turning four, and I'm turning 28. Oh my gosh. Basically, Louis is turning 28 in dog years. So we're both turning 28, which I think is adorable. In next week's episode, I'll be talking about my exciting birthday plans, my birthday wish list, and I will be sharing my top secret 10 must-haves that make me me. Again, I can't believe it's already March, but I am so excited for next week's fun episode. It will be way more lighthearted than this week's episode. But regardless, I hope you enjoyed listening today. I hope you guys all have an incredible week and we will talk more next week.